Thank you for downloading this episode of a History of Central Florida podcast. This is the podcast where we explore Central Florida's history through the artifacts found in local area museums and historical societies. This series is brought to you by Riches, the regional initiative to collect the histories, experiences, and stories of Central Florida and the Orange County Regional History Center. I am Bethany Dickens, and I will be your host for today's episode titled European Earthenware. In episode two of this series, we discussed pre-Columbian Florida Indian ceramic pottery. This episode tells another part of the story of ceramics in Central Florida's history. We examine European earthenware, ceramic shards and pieces of pottery left behind by the various European groups that settled in Florida during the colonial period. The archeological excavations that have yielded these artifacts have enhanced the historical record of the European presence in Florida. Olive jars, for example, help archeologists track sites that have had significant Spanish contact. We spoke to George Long from the University of Central Florida about Spanish olive jars. Olive jar sherds are found uh, almost anywhere where the Spanish uh, had any contact, either mission sites or trading sites, uh, towns like uh, St. Augustine, uh, because the olive jars are a very common type of, um, of storage vessel. They carried wine in them, olive oil, a variety of materials. They're um, used for shipping. They're used for storage. They um, find their way wherever you had any type of uh, Spanish activity during the colonial period. Shards and pieces of olive jars are most common, but sometimes whole vessels are present in shipwrecks. Whether whole or in pieces, olive jars are synonymous with the Spanish presence. These jars had a strict utilitarian purpose and cannot tell us much about the class distinctions within European settlements in colonial Florida. But, as we will discuss shortly, examining other ceramics can yield that information. After almost 200 years of sparse settlement by the Spanish, Florida came under British rule in 1763 as a result of the French and Indian War. The British created a plantation-based economy. European settlers arrived to the new Smyrna Beach area in 1768 under the leadership of Scottish physician Dr. Andrew Turnbull. They were to be the labor force for Turnbull's ill-fated plantation. Dr. Daniel Murphy at the University of Central Florida discusses some of the difficulties that the plantation faced. Even if you could produce something of value, getting it out in an economical way was very, very difficult. St. Augustine was the major port, but St. Augustine wasn't a great port for this stuff. And even though by today's standards we would think New Smyrna's not, not too far, you know, from less than 100 miles from St. Augustine, something like that. The, the passage, the way you could get your goods to St. Augustine was very, very difficult. You know, there weren't roads or the roads that were there were, were dirt roads. And that's why you never really see during the colonial period Florida develop as some kind of major economic exporter. You might could produce something, but getting it out profitably was very, very difficult. This was a perpetual problem for all the plantations in Florida. Archaeologists have uncovered a few material remains of everyday objects used by the people of the new Smyrna colony. Many of these objects are ceramics 
that helped tell the story of life in the 18th century. George Long explains the value of earthenware for researchers. The first way to look at it is as time indicators. Most of these ceramics are well known in terms of, of manufacturing dates. So if you have an archaeological site and you're trying to identify the age of the site or maybe a particular building or structure, you might look at the historic ceramics, uh, mainly imported, and, and by looking at the manufacturing technique and the decoration, the glaze, the details like that, you might be able to pin down a particular date for it. Now, besides the cultural chronology, another way of looking at ceramics is to, um, to see what they tell us in terms of of life ways, lifestyles, what, what type of, um, of contact that maybe the colony or the town had with other peoples um, in terms of looking at trade pottery. Unlike pre-Columbian pottery, the earthenware of the new Smyrna colony was not made in Florida. We spoke with Dr. Roger Grange, emeritus professor from the University of South Florida, about the origins of the European earthenware exhibited at the new Smyrna Beach Museum. These are all things that came from various sites here in New Smyrna, and everything the New Smyrna settlers had was something that Turnbull gave them, and he had it shipped over from, from England, or he bought things in St. Augustine. The settlers brought to Florida importation of pottery from Europe or elsewhere because they lacked the proper manufacturing capabilities to produce ceramics locally. The new Smyrna Museum displays a wide range of 18th century British ceramics found at various Turnbull Plantation archaeological sites. Though this refined earthenware also had a utilitarian everyday purpose, the materials used and the artisanship help researchers understand class distinctions within colonial societies. Common inexpensive varieties of pottery would be the lead-glazed earthenware, the comb slipware, and some of the coarser stonewares. The stuff that uh, people of a higher social standing would use, the white salt-glazed stoneware and the uh, creamware or, or pearlware, and, and a few people might have some Chinese export porcelain, and, but uh, it wasn't very, very a thing that common people would use in their, in their daily life. Stark class division was indeed noticeable at the new Smyrna plantation. Most of the approximately 1,300 settlers that Turnbull brought to New Smyrna were indentured servants that had to answer to Turnbull or his overseers. Thus, the overseers enjoyed a higher social standing and would have been able to afford finer ceramics. Indentured servants, on the other hand, had to make do with whatever Turnbull would provide for them. Dr. Grange tells us a bit more about Turnbull's treatment of his indentured servants. He does mention buying clothes, uh, shoes, and things like that for the settlers, but he also admitted in one context that his settlers were less well-clothed than the slaves at the other plantations, which means he wasn't treating them very, very well at all. The people he had working here were indentured. You know, they signed up papers that they will work for him for varying periods of time, seven to 10 years, 
and that at the end of that time of their service, they might be given land, they might stay on. He hoped that people would love it here and would stay on, but the colony did not last but 11 years. In 1777, the American Revolution, drought, and tensions between indentured servants and overseers resulted in the abandonment of the Smyrnia plantation. The British governor of Florida gave the indentured servants refuge and allowed them to resettle in St. Augustine. Though Turnbull's Smyrnia plantation lasted only 11 years, the material objects left behind by the new Smyrnia colonists have allowed archaeologists and historians to paint a clearer picture of the past. George Long summarizes the importance of earthenware for researchers. Ceramics are so important because they last. Uh, they're, they're permanent. Um, and not only do they last, they are subject to a lot of modifications in form and function to tell us a lot about uh, how, how they're used. And not only do they vary a lot in their form and function, they vary a lot in their surface treatments and decorations, which uh, is handy for um, sometimes for dating purposes and also illustrating that they have some type of um, real elite-type usage or they're um, very simply decorated for uh, everyday purposes. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of A History of Central Florida podcast. For more information about the earthenware and ceramics featured in this podcast, please visit the New Smyrna Museum of History at 120 Sam's Avenue, New Smyrna Beach, Florida, 32168, and the Orange County Regional History Center in Orlando at 65 East Central Boulevard, and the Silver River Museum and Environmental Education Center at 1445 Northeast 58th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34470. Make sure to join us for our next episode titled St. Benedict Medal.